Hey guys, you're listening to Tea Time with Tay, a podcast series where I sit down, like I have a choice, brew some tea, and then spill it. And just before we get into the show, I want to say that the intro music you're going to start hearing any second now is a cover of one of my favorite songs off of Beyonce's Lemonade album. It's called Freedom, and one of the artists who is covering the song is my guest today, Mario Jose, and the other singers who are so talented, uh, Matt Bloyd and Vincent, are also on the song. And if you haven't seen it, go head over to YouTube or Facebook, I know for sure. It's on Mario's Facebook page, and check out the entire video. Let's start the show. Trying to rain, trying to rain on the thunder. Tell the storm I'm new. I'm a war coming march on a regular. Painted white flags blue. Lord, forgive me, I've been running, running blind and true. I'm a rain, I'm a rain on the spirit of love. Tell the sweet I'm new. I'm telling this is gonna fall away, fall away. Oh, may the last one burn into flame. Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut me loose. Hey, freedom, freedom, where are you? I need freedom too. Welcome back, tea lovers and tea time fans, to another week with me. Thank you so much for returning. Today's guest, guys, like I'm so excited, <laughs> like so excited. I have Mario, Mario Jose. Mario Jose. Mario Jose. Go by Mario. Actually, he's sitting here right now. Hi. Yes, in my uh, living space, yes. wearing a Mario shirt. You know, I thought I'd go with the theme, and I don't have a lot of t-shirts, but I was like, you know what, we're going Mario and bright today. Mario, it's I like all this it. blue and purple and stuff. Nice. And before nice. we get into how Mario and I came to be sitting in the same room, which I, when I tell you, I'm, I, I couldn't imagine this happening before, I'm just... I, I'll get back to that in a second. But we are, as always, drinking tea. And yes. what are you drinking? I'm drinking the cold 911 because I was reading it that it has a little bit of mint and eucalyptus and stuff. And um, it just sounded really good. I think there was echinacea in it as well. And I just spent the weekend screaming at a music festival. So EDC, I thought, right? Yes, exactly. I went to EDC Las Vegas. And it was the 20th anniversary of EDC. So they really didn't hold back with the DJs they brought and all of the, the rides and, and everything that they brought. They have rides? Oh, yeah. Wait, is it like in a desert? In the middle of Las Vegas, like about 20 minutes off the strip at the Las Vegas Speedway, which is like the big okay. like NASCAR track, but they turned this into like a kind of like an electric wonderland. It was one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of, but I, you know, was an irresponsible singer and screamed all, all weekend in the dry desert so I was just like hello everyone the next day <laughs> but um so this uh cold 911 was saving my life so thank you Tay that's good that's good what, so I do a rating at a five okay and so I do at a five teacups what would you rate it like like it's just smooth okay 
I'd say like a four or a five because That's I good. just usually drown my tea in honey. So, but I, this is like perfect. It's just like that kind of like smooth, calms your throat down kind of tea. This would be perfect for any singer or just like sore throat kind of tea. I definitely, no, I agree. I definitely used it um, when I was, I was working the past four months. I was interning um, with the Canadian Olympic Committee and it was just like, I got sick and I would just sit at my desk and sip this tea and it made me feel so much better. Okay. So thank you again. That's from David's Tea. And I am indulging for the first time in goji, goji berry. And um, it has goji berries in it. Yum. And I like it. Um, I don't know. I think it would be better if I had agave sticks. They come with that, but I ran out. But thank you again to David's Tea for the lovely tea yes and now mario hi today getting into how i know you so mario is one of the most authentic singers i've come across in a really long time and i i really it's what's great about you is that you are so talented but so incredibly humble which is not something i've been coming out to LA a few times and you don't get to meet a lot of people. My mom actually a few minutes ago was completely having this moment. My mom is all about auras and she was just feeling Mario's aura or aura or Aria, Mario's aura Mario, together. Yeah, Moria. And it was good. It was it was solid and she was having a great moment. Um, but you started singing. When did you know you could when did you know that you were like I'm actually not so bad at this. <laughs> well, first of all, before we even go further, that is such a compliment. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, that is, is, it will be more of a compliment ever than you could give on my vocal technicalities or things like that. If I could make you feel something or feel an authentic feeling, that means the world. So thank you for making my day, first no of all. And uh, mom and I can talk about auras all day because uh, <laughs> we talked about being spiritual and just feeling other people's energy. And I, if I didn't sing, I feel like I would work in some sort of social work or some sort of person-to-person setting because I just need people in my life. So thank you, first of all. No problem. Um, and secondly, I singing has always <clears throat> been a part of my life. My mom sings. She says oh. that I was singing in the womb and I didn't even know it. Um, and then uh, my dad plays trombone. And so a music family, for sure. Very much so. They, that wasn't their profession, but they were both. Yeah. Uh, my mom was a professional singer for a little bit, and then she went into um, human resources. Um, but music has always been a huge part, if not the biggest part of my life, besides my family and friends. And um, the first recording they have of me is when I was two and a half and it oh, was oh. I, I, I have to find it and like put it on some sort of digital platform because it's like <laughs> I don't want to sound like a, a cotton guy but it's very cute yeah. I was like oh I hope my kid does what I did when I was two and a half it was like an addictophone which is one of these old like recorder things with a dictaphone that they would put in like interviews like like interrogation interviews when they press the record <laughs> like that's what I was using and I would sing really quietly because I wanted anytime my mom was around I wanted to hear her yeah I was just like no you sing and she's like sing for sing for your mom and I was like Mm-mm. You hear me? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, I would sing for my dad and say, sing this and this and this and this. And I would sing for my dad. The moment my mom walked in, I went, I can't. Like, it was just, 
So she's I like your idol at that age. Oh, very much so. And so, and she still is. Like she just is like a rock in my life. So, um, and so is my dad. But uh, yeah, singing from two and a half is when when I when I was singing consistently. And I think it was like in third or fourth grade when I was like, nothing makes me happier than singing. Than singing. And then seventh grade, I found out about this music college that I wanted to go to. And from seventh grade on, I, I just had my eyes on this. And school. was that Berkeley? Berkeley College of Music in Boston. In Boston? Oh, it's in Boston. Yeah. It's a B-E-R-K-L-E-E as opposed to Berkeley's B-E-R-K-E-L-E-Y. Matt's out here in California. Exactly. Okay. okay. Right. And it's, it's, uh, I grew up 20 minutes away from that Berkeley, NorCal Berkeley. So yeah. everyone was like, oh, I didn't know Cal had a music program. I'm like, they do, but... I'm going to the one in Boston, but... So um, when you were at the Berklee College of Music, you were part of their acapella singing group, yes. Pitch Slaps, right? Exactly. First off, the name. <laughs> it was, exactly. I love, I love the little play on the words. Totally. So and good. They had this little table at our welcome picnic, and um, you would walk around and see all the different clubs and stuff, and there was this big sign really kind of janky looking. It was just like black marker that said pitch slapped. And I was like, what is what this? Is it? Ooh, this is hilarious. And I walked up and I had never been in an acapella group. I had sang acapella pieces in choir through middle school and high school, but never a group that solely did acapella. And I fell in love. It was such a cool avenue of music and it's such a great uh, community of people. Yeah. And of course, when you... If you, this is not something that you're technically used to, mm-hmm. for me, like if I'm not as familiar watching movies like Pitch Perfect, was it kind of like that thing where you traveled and competed against different schools or was it just more so you guys performed on campus? Well, actually, funny that you say that, the, the competition in Pitch Perfect, ICCAs, yes. is a real competition. It's a, it's a thing that we all compete in. So it's the International uh, Championship of Collegiate Acapella. ICCA. I didn't even know that was a real thing. Oh. oh. If you ever want a buddy to go with to a competition, call me and I'll go with you because we, it's... We are going. Oh. It'll be a thing. It Please. Because it is such a blast and it's like, it's its own world. It's just like, you know, gymnastics is its own world. You yeah. know, all, everyone has kind of their, uh, you know, their own like kind of underground following of it. And you know, certain acapella people, you know, certain, you know sport people, whatever it may be, you know? So, um, acapella is definitely its own thing. And especially in these late, these past few years, it's been so huge with shows like the sing off and then, which you were on. Yes. Second season. And, um, but if you blinked, you missed us (laughs) because we got kicked off first, (laughs) but we, we, we joke about it. I joke about it because the experience and the people I met is what I hold on to. But in terms of, like, being on the show, it wasn't, like, uh, the thing that catapulted any of our careers. No, of course. You but, if you look, with everything, you take a little bit of a 100%. learning lesson from it. And yeah. It's definitely stepping stones to bigger. And oh, I'm things. so thankful for it because I met so many great friends that I still sing with today. So... Awesome. It's great. I love, I love acapella. And then from the sing-off, you went to American Idol season 12? Yes. I yes. Oh, I believe. I, I, you did your research. I know. No, 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 I do my research. I yeah. really do. But I do 
watched American. I watched American Idol. I was one of those kids who watched American Idol from the very first season with mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson. It was a family thing. My mom and I would sit down and watch it all the time. Yep. That and Survivor. Yep. Those are things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. You are a snake. The very first season. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and just watching it um, season after season, even leading up to the end, uh, it's just, it's such a big show, but you mm. know, I've never had the experience of meeting anyone who's been on it. So what was that like for you? It's so funny because I, I loved it. Same kind of thing. It was, uh, I didn't do super well on it. <laughs> and I've always been the kind of guy where I... You were the top 40, though. For guys, yeah. yeah. I was the top 40 for that season. But it wasn't um, a vote. I didn't get to a part where I could be voted for. It was um, all uh, based on judges and producers' cuts and things. Um but I'm always, I've always been a guy who can laugh at myself. So I, for the longest time, I kept trying out for these reality shows like The Sing-Off and mm-hmm. like American Idol and, and so on and so forth. Excuse me. And um, I called myself jokingly the reality show reject <laughs> because I'd get on and then I'd get kicked off before I could like really be like, shown. Hey, Mom, Dad, I'm on the show. Oh, but you didn't know. I couldn't, yeah, exactly. I couldn't finish the sentence. Mom and Dad, I got America. Oh, never mind. Um, I got kicked off. <laughs> so... <laughs> But truly, these shows have connected me with people. And like we talked about earlier, I love people. And mm-hmm. and I have taken those windows of opportunity, not necessarily to jump in and, you know, make myself a superstar or whatever, but more so to connect with other artists. And um, it has been such an awesome process. Uh, I loved American Idol. Um it was the season that was Randy Jackson, Keith Urban, Mariah Carey, and Nicki Minaj. So the, again, one of those, it's one of those things where when you get into the industry, mm-hmm. you realize there's so much else going on than just the singing. It's oh, not, yeah. the person who wins, I mean, it's like, again, relating it back to sports, mm-hmm. the person who wins the Olympics, the person who wins the competition, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they are the best singer or they are the best at that time, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's a plethora of things that make up the winner at the end. And being mm-hmm. on a season like that, God bless you. <laughs> Thank I you. just remember thinking, I'm like, this is, like, that's the first time I think I watched the show and I was like, this is a reality show. Like, yeah. Before, I felt like it was more of a talent competition. Yeah. I'm sure it was very entertaining for you. Oh, it was it was funny because they before um, now I'm out of the contract and I can talk freely about it. <laughs> no, just kidding. Do they have you like on a tight? Oh yeah, like non disclosure uh, agreement. Can't talk about it, you know that kind of thing. But now it's been four years, so yeah. it's I can say whatever. Um, they, it, it, you're absolutely right. It is a reality show first now. Um, and they had to compete with The Voice, where The Voice is like this panel of superstar yeah. judges. And, and so they wanted to do the same thing. So before I even walked into the room, they knew everything about me. Mm-hmm. And they knew that I, uh, they, you know, they asked me out of the judges, who, who's your favorite? And, and I said, I really do like all of the judges and what they do. But I was born and raised listening and singing to Mariah Carey. Of course. You know, and... and um, the Voice. <laughs> yeah, she truly is one of the most iconic voices of our time, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, in, in her prime, you know what I mean? Of course. So, um, yeah. No, wait, wait, there's wait. tea and shade. <laughs> so, Everyone take a sip of the tea. Oh, there we go. I, I, feel, I think of that Kermit meme. Yeah, I know. 
So definitely that definitely a Kermit moment. Exactly, which doesn't and that doesn't make me any less of a fan of hers. Me, me either. One of my top five albums of all time is Mariah Carey's Christmas album. First one. But it plays in all my house like from November to January, even past. Like I was gonna say, I'm, I'm that person to. We keep our Christmas decorations up until like April, so oh, we are that people. I hope, Mom, Lauren, Jose, if you're listening to this, you're not alone. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> I, just see, I, I feel so bad, and all my friends are always like, "Taylor, when is your mom gonna take it?" I'm like, "My mom beats to like walks her home drum, yep. and I can't help take it down." So they're just gonna stay up until <laughs> it's sunny outside because. She's, she's always like, I took time to decorate, and I will enjoy my decorations. 100%. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and, and so, all that being said, yes. I, I walked into the, the audition, and Mariah was the one talking to me. So, mm. it was very obvious that they yeah. gave her a heads up, like, hey, this guy's a big fan. So, of course, I'm just sitting talking to Mariah Carey, and she's just like, how are you doing, sweetie? I'm like, I'm good, Mariah Carey. How are you? Like, I addressed all of them by their full name, yeah. like, really awkward, and um, sang Feeling Good, the Nina Simone, Michael Buble mm-hmm. song, and um, it went over well, um, but you can tell, because, because of Nikki and Mariah just not liking each other, um, Nikki just didn't like me. Yeah. She was just like, I mean, you have a nice voice, but you're kind of boring. And I was like, okay. Like, I mean, you know, teach their own. Like I, I thought, and she's like, especially when it got to the end and it was funny because I think she was just finding things to not like me about because the end I got big and loud. Yeah. And I was like, the beginning was more boring than the end. Um, anyway, uh, I got three yeses and a no from Nikki and then got to Hollywood week. And then I got four yeses each round I got through. And then when I got to group round, they gave me great feedback. I was in a group with Burnell Taylor, yes. who's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I think he's got a fantastic yes. voice. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just, I got great feedback and they made their decision. And before they started announcing Nigel Lithgow, the producer runs forward and they go, no, no, no. Oh, so he's really, like, out there. Oh, yeah. And awesome. so then, all of a sudden, all I'm seeing is the back of Nigel and the judges going, like, like throwing their hands up, like, what do you mean? Like, what? No, this guy, no, this guy, no, this guy. And you see, hear, like, little things here and there, like, what do you mean? No, we want him. And, like, we don't know who they're talking about. Because yeah. we're so, we're, we're at least 100 feet away from where they are in the audience and where we are on stage. And, and that, in those moments, time kind of stands still. You're like... The, the you know the the fate of your life or your life on the show is in their hands, and my mom was there and she was like, "You were there for like fifteen minutes, just sitting there waiting for the decision." And then afterwards, the judges look disgruntled. They're just like throwing their hands up, and then I got cut. Yeah. And another guy got cut, and then Brunella and this guy named Tony Foster got through. Very deserving. I thought we all did a great job together. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was just the luck of the draw. And then my mother is, is um, opinionated, shall we say. Sounds like my mother. <laughs> I, think, and, I think your mother and my mother would get along very well. We'd never see them. No, they'd, just, they'd be like, we're out on the town. Bye. No, seriously. Um, I, well, yeah. So <laughs> my mom goes to uh, the cameras and they right after you get eliminated or right after you get through they're waiting for that cameras in your face and, and you're just like oh okay and so my mom is there just beat red and 
And I'm like, you know what? I had a great experience. I met a lot of great singers. This is a fantastic like program to be a part of. And they were like, Mom, you look upset. And I was like, like no you don't. Kidding. I was like, you don't want to just start down that path with her. She's not going to hold back. They're like, we don't want her to. And she goes, well, I think it's ridiculous because the judges gave him a great re- review, but all of a sudden, Nigel Lithgow, the executive there producer, comes down, and all of a sudden, now my son's going home. So what's up with that, Nigel? The judges gave good feedback, and I was just like, oh, well, I'm never going to be on the show again, yeah. so <laughs> I'm not coming back next year because no, no. they probably red flagged me because of the crazy mom. But I, I won't take my mom any other way. She's like a ride or die. You know, like she's... And I am so thankful for her. But overall, the entire experience was fantastic. I still talk to contestants. Oh, one of my dear friends is Devin Velez, who was in the top 10. Burnell and I chat every once in a, uh, once in a while on Twitter. Um, Angie Miller came to the W and sang uh, at the W a few times. And we got to see each other. And there's, there's other contestants that didn't make it to the top 10 that I still keep in touch with. And because of the show, I met Rayvon Owen, and yeah. he's a good buddy of mine. So, And in making those connections, I know, so you aren't originally from L.A. You were from, we were talking about San, San Francisco. Yeah, right, half an hour east of San Francisco, a, a city called Concord, California. Concord, California. Yeah. See, I'm so, I didn't even realize how big California it's huge. huge. Oh, it, yeah. Like you were saying, you could drive for six hours and still be in California. And there's at least another three and a half to four hours north of San Francisco when you're still in California. What? So if you drove from like San Diego, like the, the border of Mexico to the top of California, I think it would be close to 18 hour drive, I'd say. Wow. I mean, like almost a day. Like it's so tall. It's like, it's pretty much the whole East Coast, you know? Yeah. Like it's. No, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's- Imagine driving from Florida to Boston. It would be very, very similar. Um, but yeah, so you moved, so making that jump over here to L.A. and keeping yeah. in touch with friends. I know some of your close friends include mm-hmm. Scott, who is in Pentatonix. Yes. Another group that I love. Oh, uh, good. I, oh, I love no, them, yeah. too. Yeah, no. And I know uh, in your, which we'll get to in a bit, your video for your Kickstarter, they mm-hmm. are very supportive, which was so awesome to see. They're See, the like, sweetest. genuine, like, friendships and that. What has that been like with you, like, being able to meet them and work with them? And uh, It's been surreal. Uh, it just, uh, I made a promise to myself when I, when I went to Berkeley. Coming from California and going to a school on the East Coast was, you know, nerve-wracking. It's 3,000 miles away from home. You don't really know anybody. But I, I made a, a promise to myself when I went to Boston and from Boston to L.A. that I will meet a new person every day. That's a, you know what, as someone who really aspires to come out here, I think that's a really great, that's a really great mindset. Yeah. Do so you well, never know who you should run into and the people you meet and the connections? Very much so. And that was like, I, my parents were always, always very um, adamant about telling me that we are, we are no better than anyone else and they are no better than us. Yes. We are all equal. Yeah. And my mom would always do this is kind of crass, but she goes, we all poop the same. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know? It's all, it's all the same thing. It really, and that was, she was, that was the kind of her kind of, you know, mantra. And yeah. in a sense, like, no, you know, don't let anyone talk down to you, but don't talk down to anyone. And you are, you know, and so that's, I really carried that with me through life. And, um, was so excited to be out here because you hear the horror stories of Hollywood, 
you know, yeah. and everyone's, you know, there to cut you down and, and be cutthroat. And, and that has never been and never will be the way I live my life. And Surrounding yourself with good people is at the core of that, right? 100%. Without a foundation of good friendships and good people keeping you level-headed. Like, it's, I was just telling my friend today that, I was like, I'm so grateful for the people I have in my life because they were the ones who are going to tell me if I'm acting a fool. Like, you need those people in your life because this is a city that could be the city of yes people and people just, you know what I mean? Very much so. really great that you have a good circle. Oh, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful for it. And, um, part of that main circle is, um, uh, Scott and, and, and the rest of Pentatonics. Uh, we were, I looked back on Facebook and, um, we were writing each other in, in 2010 when I was a senior or going into my senior year of college and he was like a freshman. And, um, he said, uh, or I wrote him, I added him, and he got into a group called the SoCal Vocals, which is um, <laughs> the, the names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> College Acapella from USC. And that's like their premier group, their, their best of the best group. And I got into Pitch Slapped. And because of the acapella, acapella world, it's very small. Yeah. And so I, I saw his YouTube stuff. I said, hey, Scott, um, my name's Mario. I'm a big fan. Like, we have mutual friends. Like, nice to meet you. And, and then he wrote back, oh, nice to meet you too. Hopefully we'll get to meet each other, each other in person someday. And I finally met him at a taping of the sing-off. Yeah. And because uh, they invited a whole bunch of season two people to come to a taping of season three. And I met him. I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember. He's like, yeah, Mario. And we met then. And, you know, he knew that I sang. And, and but, you know, it was like, great to finally meet you. Hopefully see you around. And then they won the show and everything happened. And then about two and a half months after they won the show, um, we started this thing called the Spalding Sessions. And it's old YouTube videos. You can find them on YouTube still. And a guy named Ben Bram, who was one of the co-founders with Scott, um, uh, was in the SoCal Vocals, uh, reached out to me, said, Mario, like, when you move to L.A., let me know, because I want to start a, a, an acapella group here with people that were all on the sing-off on different seasons, just kind of combining, like, making a little, like, what he called oh, a super, super group. group. Yeah. yeah. The and, best of the best. Oh, my gosh. Well, I there are so many good singers, I don't know how okay, he could yeah. think. But it was truly a, an honor to be asked to do it. And then we, he did this thing called the Spalding Sessions where it was a room full of people I looked up to, people I had seen on The Voice and, and on the sing-off and on YouTube and on different things. And he asked me, I want you to close the show tonight. And I was like, wow. And I had to follow Pentatonics. A girl named Julia Harriman, who was on the first voice of this uh, season of The Voice, um, this guy named Nate Tao, who was on American Idol with me. And I was like, no. I can't do that. And he's like, well, yeah, you can. You have to. And I was like, no, Ben. Nope. I'm, I'm literally like three months into L.A. I can't go to this event and close the show. I cannot follow Pentatonics. Like, they're Pentatonics. They're yeah. five of the most talented musicians I've ever heard. And I was nervous. I was you know, 22. I just moved to L.A. And he's like, you're closing the show or you don't get to sing at all. And I was like, well, I want to sing, but I mean... I well, just, I'm going to sing, but I'm going to be there. Yeah, exactly. So I went and I sang Billy Joel's New York State of Mind. Yes. That, and you can see in the video, my hand kind of tremors. And I was so nervous. But after the first phrase, I finished. 
and everyone was like, woo! And I just got a great response. And I remember Scott and Mitch coming up to me after that, and they were like, um, why didn't you tell us that you sang? And he was he was so adamant. He goes, Mario, like I not that I didn't pay any of mine to you before, obviously we've been in contact. He's yeah. like, but you you I love I love your voice and we just totally hit it off. So right, that was at the beginning of twenty twelve and to now we have spent so much time together. We, he's one of my best friends That's and awesome. he brought me into the realm and working with Pentatonics and they truly have been so supportive of everything that I've done there. They have just the, the most pure hearts of gold, which is like, That's really good to hear. You know, it's actually funny because it's so weird how life happens and how mm. everything works out because I first saw you perform in at Jazz Night at mm. the W. So he performs at the W Hollywood here in LA and Jazz Night, which is so fun. Such a blast. Such a blast. And the performers are, what I tell you, the singers in that show, <laughs> the dancers, everyone, so well put together and such Thank a great you. event to go to. And it's on a Sunday night. And like, yeah. I, I, we don't have a lot of events like that on Sundays in Canada. I don't know about it. Yes, out here more so, but... Well, yeah, the W, uh, Nikki Leonti is the main singer, yes. and I became friends with her first, and I just won back in uh, 2013. I said, hey, do you need any help with the show? She was putting on a Michael Jackson tribute in August, and um, I said, I mean, if you need help with background singing or mm -hmm. even setting up, and she goes, I would love if you could sing backgrounds. Can you come sing backgrounds? And from that day, it was like the... I feel like it was the 24th of August. I know I have random dates that stick out in my brain. Mm -hmm. um, from that 2013 to now, I've been there every Sunday, minus a couple Sundays yeah. here and there. But um, it has been one of the best learning experiences and musical experiences I've ever had in my entire life. And that's that's all what it's about, right? Very and much that's so. The, like I said, that was the first time. I saw you perform, and I, of course, I, everyone was incredible, but I'm, I, it was the first time I heard you sing, um, Pony. Pony. Like, there's something, I, I remember I was with, I was with oh, a friend, nice. and we were, like, having a nice drink, and then we were listening and jamming out, and then all of a sudden, that song starts, and I was like, who is going to sing? <laughs> try this right now and then exactly like, and then you opened your mouth and said and i i was just like i was like oh 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 okay i <laughs> get it and it was just one of those moments that was amazing and i was like the whole night my friend and i were like this was so good but that guy what is that guy's name why like and then when i found out your name and that's how i got to know you and it was weird because i was in toronto uh last summer and i went to go see pentatonix and I, because I love them. Yeah, and so, with Kelly Clarkson. No, no. On, on their on their own tour, I went to go see them in March of 2015. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I was in the, the audience, and I was getting, yeah, you know, <gasps> just enjoying living life, enjoying the show. And I was really close to the stage because of my wheelchair. Uh, they had me really close to the front, and all of a sudden. From the backstage, I just see, you know, Mario bit bopping about. And I was like, and I looked at you and my friend, she had a, she's from Toronto and mm -hmm. hadn't been out there with me in LA. And I looked at her and I was like, this guy is the guy who sang Pony 
at the W, and I cannot believe he's here. And I couldn't, I just was so in shock that you were, that life had worked out that way, that you were there. I'm and, in awe. That yeah, is so it, funny. Isn't that creepy? And now you're sitting here, like... In the same, that is so funny. Because, oh, I had, I you know, and I had heard that you had been to Jazz Night, but I had no idea that you were at that show. That yeah. venue doesn't even exist anymore, right? They no, took it down? Yeah, they don't really use it anymore. Yeah. So it's just one of those, and it was, I wasn't supposed to go to that concert that night. Um, I really wanted to go. Mm-hmm. The girl I was supposed to go with, she almost didn't come with me. And it was just where we were. If I was on the other side of the stage, I wouldn't have seen you. And I wouldn't uh, have that moment of, oh my God, there he is. Like, actually here. Oh my gosh. Isn't that weird? I, 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 like, I, I love have, that I story I, I so I, much. I think like, I had to tell him because, like, I don't. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, that's, I love, oh my, I love hearing that. Yeah. It's, well, it's so funny that I loved Toronto. We had some of the best sushi I've ever had in my entire life in Toronto. <laughs> I know that's so <laughs> random. And we, we ate so much Tim Hortons in two days that I could, you know, probably, my, my blood is probably blood mixed with iced coffee iced from coffee, Tim, Tim yeah. Hortons. So thank you, Canada. I'm so glad and, you enjoyed the time I, I love Canada. I had only been to Western Canada with okay. my family and with my marching band in high school. We marched in the Victoria State Parade. Mm-hmm. And then we went on a family vacation to Victoria and Vancouver. And I loved it. And I just have always loved Canada. And and then uh, Eastern Canada was just as beautiful. Yeah. It was so cold. We went like... It was freezing. Freezing. And that, that, is that... I know this is a really dumb question, but is that a lake that Toronto's by? Yes. It's it, so massive that it, it looks yeah. like an ocean to me. But no, it was, yeah. It's, it's right lake. because the venue is, I don't think they even use it anymore. They've yeah. made it into like this cabana pool bar thing. Mm. Um, but it's right near the water mm. and Pentatonix killed it. And yeah. it was so great to see you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I mean, thank you for coming to the show. No, and like. No. That I was that was one of the best jobs I've ever had. I've had two jobs that I hold neck and neck that I had the best time and I learned the most from. That being Pentatonix tour assistant was one, and the other I worked for MTV for about ten months, eleven oh, months, and I loved it. That's how I met my manager Ryan, and so it hey, was Ryan. yeah, exactly. He's, he's the best. So. Um, that experience was fantastic. I got to travel all over North America and and see just and what meet it's like people. On the road. Yeah, exactly. And because I, it's to me the experience was invaluable. That it it just I will now when I go on a road on the road as an artist, mm-hmm. I'll know you know this is necessary. This could have been better. could have been better and and certain things. And never with the band. It's never or really with the the, the whole team. It's like maybe we could have had this like to help us make our life easier. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of like having that road experience. It's kind of like having a, a crash course internship. It's exactly and what it was. Constantly every day learning. And so mm-hmm. you're like, okay, when I'm out here doing, yep. you'll find out what you like and you don't like. And like you said, what works and it doesn't work. 100%. And you, I couldn't have picked. <clears throat> well, I didn't, I didn't pick really. Cause I was, I was asked to come on and, and work as the assistant, but I couldn't have asked for a better first experience. tour experience because I got to go with five of my best friends yeah. and, and their entire t- team. Like, Avi's 
Avi, the bass singer's older sister, Esther, is the tour manager. And we were friends and, you know, outside of I was going to like, really... Very, it's oh, tight knit, yeah. Okay. And it's and their manager is fantastic. He is just he wants nothing but the best for the entire crew. So um, I, it, the experience was invaluable, like I said, and I loved it. And that's I love that you were at that show. Yeah, it was so much fun. And now from all of that, the touring with Pentatonix to your stint stay at the W mm-hmm. to now working on your own solo project ah. your EP <laughs> tell me about it tell me the concept tell me why now tell me oh. I'm exci- I can see you're excited I'm, I wish I wish people could see his face my face <laughs> I, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't stopped smiling since I entered this this beautiful oh, room of yours no um, I it's gonna come back hmm? nope nope sorry Natalie, I love you, but you're going to... It's my friend Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Oh, it's her birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Natalie, happy birthday from Mario and I. It's going to make it into the podcast. Where to begin? I'll try not to be too long-winded with it because it's just... It's it's been a dream to release original music. And I just was so worried. And I think any songwriter or any, any vocalist or any creator of music is so worried about saying something meaningful and saying something original. Yeah. And um, I was not confident in my songwriting. And I think I I didn't experience enough life to really tell something worthwhile. Not saying that I, I mean, everyone has has gone through their hardships. Of course. And and gone through trials and tribulations in their life that, 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 you know, have affected them in both positive and negative ways, but I wasn't ready mentally like to, to really kind of take on what, what is a first statement as an artist. And that's because okay, that speaks to your maturity as an artist, because you don't want to, I'm the same way. Um, I, I write mainly poetry and quotes and stuff like Amazing. that, but I don't, and everyone's always like, when are you going to release a book? When are you going to release a book? And I'm like, you can, it's very easy to release mm-hmm. anything, but the last thing you want to do is jump the gun and not do it when you're ready and when you're artistic. Like I, I say too, I was like, I need to live more life. And yeah. so I think that's really smart because you only get one chance to do it the first time. Right? 100%. <clears throat> the reason I, while you were talking, I wasn't trying to be rude on my phone. No. I loved what you posted about best friends today oh, on Instagram. Thank you. And I, I'm, I'm going to read it so everyone, I mean, I'm sure everyone that listens to this probably follows, follows no, you on Instagram you. as well. But it says, Dear Best Friend, thank you for being the keeper of all secrets, the brutally honest wake-up call when it's necessary, for knowing the best ways to make me smile when I need it most, and for and for providing me with a safe and genuine place in your heart. I love you. And thank I read you. that today and I was like, Ugh. Like I just, yeah. I'm an overly emotional person in in general, and it's so funny because I had a talk with my best friend this weekend about right. just about where his heart is and where my heart is and how we're moving forward with where we want to be with our romantic relationships, and we can just be so candid. Uh, I, you know, it's he's the best friend I've ever had, and that's what's so it's so important to have. It's like I would be, I don't know where I'd be without the, that kind of love and genuine, like I said, genuine support yeah. from your friends. 
100%. And I, I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to <laughs> him. And I was just like, you need to read this, Michael. It's just like so good. And and he's like, that's so funny and so true. And like, mm-hmm. it, it was just timing and it was very meant to be. And then I got to meet you today. And I just, yeah. all of the kismet, very meant to be. So anyway, I just had to say that. So no, I, I love you. that. And um, But back to what we were talking about. I just never felt ready. And then in this last six months or so, really, I, you know, I wasn't sure what the next step was. I, you know, was working jobs and the W is great. And it's, it's, um, it's, it it keeps me trained as a singer and keeps me on my toes. And, and it's, um, it's a job. And it's, it's, I love it. And I get to sing every Sunday, but it's not pushing me individually as an artist. Yes, of course, yeah. So I needed to find out, well, what's the next step? If you want to be touring and singing your music for people, what do you have to do? And this little angel that had been in my life already swooped in and said, hey, I'm Ryan and I can help you. Like, yeah. I and like, I really believe in you. I think we can do this. And it was the wake-up call that I needed. And so about the end of January, beginning of February, we sat down and we really said, hey, are we going to do this? Are we going to take this kind of plunge together? And, you know, this I this is the first time I've ever had a manager, and this is the first time he's ever had an artist. And we've just, we're learning together. And I could not have asked for a better person in my life to help, help me you. No, help yeah. out through this process. So... Um, with that being said, it was like, okay, sit down and write a song. And actually, before Ryan and I started working together, I wrote this song um, in September. And it was the first song that um, I've ever co-written. And I wrote, like, a song in college and bits of songs here and there. But this is this is the song that I truly count as my first song as an oh, artist. Nice. Yeah. And it's, all, it's called Tell Me Now. And it's about falling in love. The situation with me is I fell in love with a friend. And it <laughs> wasn't mutual. Oh, and so I um, was very like, how how can we work through this? Like how, you know, I, I feel like I can tell you everything. I'm reciting the lyrics, so don't, don't think I'm a total jerk. <laughs> but um, I feel like I can tell you everything. Or, I feel like I can tell you anything. But ask me what's on my mind, and I'll never say it to you. Yeah. And I wish I, I could tell that. you. Yeah. Ooh, what's that? <laughs> you know, it's very. I think oh, everyone has experienced that kind of yeah. feeling. You yeah. know, and I feel like I, I wish that I could tell you everything, but I'm afraid I'll break if you don't say it too. Yeah. So those are the kind of lyrics that 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 I tried to say simply, but at the same time, like it's a hard emotion to. To convey, to convey, yeah, and um, that was the first time I I wrote it and um, started showing people very like a little bit here and there, and um, ended up showing everybody the person that it was about and just was very candid and everyone had a great response and they're like Mario, you can't stop like this is it's your time you've been in LA for coming up on five years take some time and put your heart and put your career first. Yeah, but and you first. Yeah, of course you work on your career, but making that leap into a solo like I'm, I'm here and I am Mario. Yeah, and let's 
let's spread that. Truly. So this is the first time in my entire life that I have felt that I, I have a, a story that I want to share. And I want to just say, okay, this is, I mean, if you ask any of my friends, I'm, I am not shy. <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve. I am very honest. I'm very, uh, I will be there for you, but I'll be real with you. I, I just need, you know, I can't lie, you know, no. in, in any aspect of my life. And so this is the first time where I feel like I can open that, that box, Pandora's box, if you will, not to just my friends, to the world. To the world. And in doing so, in opening up to the world, you have a Kickstarter yes. that's currently running right now. Yeah. And will be open until... Uh, June, July 7th. July 7th. Yes. So um, tell us, tell me a little bit about the Kickstarter. So for people who aren't aware what Kickstarter is, it's pretty much like crowdfunding, right? Exactly that. It. And by donating to Mario's Kickstarter to help get his EP out there to the masses, um, at each little increment, which you'll see on the website, which I will link on my blog um, for this episode, you can see the different increments of donations. You actually win prizes, like yeah. um, a sign, like a, tw- a Twitter shout-out, mm-hmm. I think was one of them. Yeah, it was signed a uh, copy of the EP or yeah. lyric hand- handwritten lyric sheets, or as, you, as they get higher and higher, you can be a part of the EP, like sing on it and, yeah. and be a part of the session. That's, I think, the biggest, the biggest one. The biggest one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, or come to the EP release show, which will be sometime in October. And, um, yeah, it, there's yeah. there's a lot of cool things to be a part of it because, you know, the, the whole aspect of crowdfunding is to be, you know, involved and be... The process. Very much so. Yeah. You really... I, I could not do this without the supporters and the contributors because it's hard, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a, a thing that needs to be built from the ground up and in in every aspect, financially, musically, in in every aspect. So it it really really does. does. And, and that has been, I think, you know, if I'm being candid, it's been the hardest part to call in favors, I guess, or yeah. call in because I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm using people, but I, I hope everyone that's involved knows how much I appreciate their love and support and their, their talents and time because, uh, you know, I've been a part of other people's Most, projects. Yeah. You put and, in that time. The thing is, you put in that time and definitely uh, been there for other people. So I yeah. think it's definitely your time for people to be there for you. So speaking of background work, I know you've had the pleasure of working with a lot of really great artists. Yeah. Who's been like some of your favorites or some of the big standouts for you? Um, There's been a few, and and that actually has been most of my work since I've been in L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done backgrounds for a lot of people, mostly through the W. Um, Justin Bieber came through last summer and was so nice. Like, you know, sometimes he gets a bad rap, but he was just very sweet and very excited to be singing with us. Yay, that's so good um, to hear. Yeah. Our Canadian, he had a good moment. <laughs> exactly. And, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Nicole Scherzinger, that was in the Pussycat Dolls. Um, I was on a television show called Duets, and I got to sing with uh, a duet with John Legend. 
She was oh, one of my favorites. My, my mom just gasped. <laughs> oh, she lost it. He's but one of my favorite vocalists of all time. What did you get to sing with him? Uh, it was a Hall & Oates cover of You Lost That Love and Feeling. Okay. You Lost That Love and Feeling. Yeah. And um, I've done background, <clears throat> excuse me, backgrounds for Earth, Wind & Fire. Um, and I've done backgrounds for, um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. Um, the original singer of Stand By Me, uh, Ben E. King. What? Um, yeah, and he came to my college and I sing backgrounds for him. And um, well, who else have I worked with? I've worked, uh, I sang on one of the songs that was potentially going to be on Megan Trainer's album, but didn't make it. Um, oh, isn't she lovely? She is one of the coolest people I've ever we met. We met her last Wednesday. Where? Uh, I went, we went to go see Oprah at, at Jimmy Kimmel, and she performed in the outdoor yeah. outside, and I was waiting in the corral afterwards, and she, like, totally came over, and I actually went to see her, too, in Toronto. Oh, she's gosh. so sweet. She seems, like, really nice. She is one of the most down-to-earth people I've ever met. You know that she's only 22 as well? Uh-uh. I know. I know. And, I like... Know. I was like, okay, I need to get my <laughs> Hello, I'm 27. So I hear you. Um, I've also done backgrounds for um, a lot of like old classic rock guys, like the guys that originally sang Eye of the Tiger and um, Dust in the Wind, John Elefante, and um, uh, there was an old band, uh, well, old to us, but they are a fa- classic band, shall I say, um, named um, Ambrosia. And they sang... Um, you're the biggest part of me, sunshine. Na, na, na. Anyway, did backgrounds for them, and it was for uh, this band called the Napa Crossroads Live, and it brought all of these classic rock singers together, together. and they did like their biggest hits, and um, that was a blast. So I have been very fortunate to work with some legendary a range, people, a range of different genres and everything. Yeah, genres, yeah. yeah. That's and. Awesome. Um, Oh, I sang um, with Prince at the W. I'm telling you, that my was. Mom, I, I know I, I'm gonna have to have my mom just like a my mom episode interview people because she's losing it. Uh, that was we were coming back from a fantastic weekend. It was Thanksgiving on Thursday. Then Friday we went to Las Vegas, and um, we uh, saw Stevie Wonder perform. Who's yeah. my my favorite artist of all time? Stevie yeah. Wonder is 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 I idolize Stevie. He was at and, the W for yeah, yeah. I was there that night. Yeah, oh, I was and, up in my room, <laughs> like not even knowing. Yeah, and um, then uh, we drove back that Sunday, and um, we heard that Judith Hill was coming, who was the voice contestant, mm-hmm. and she we didn't know Prince was coming. We kind of heard that he might come during the second set and we're like, Prince might be here. All of a sudden, there he is, Prince, in his, all his glory. The legend and of the myth. It, very much so. And um, at, we were playing um, the, Be- was the Beatles. No, Joe, Joe Cocker, um, uh, Get By With A Little Help From My Friends. Mm-hmm. And he rushed the stage. And went up to the guitarist and was like, hey, man, can I play your guitar? And, of course, the guitarist is just like, you're my um, idol here. Best and my life. Exactly. My firstborn child. Everything. My leg, anything you need, my arm, what do you need? And he came up on stage and uh, 
started playing and and we were just in awe and um he we were singing we sang a couple choruses with him and then finally we were just like let's just sit out and let him play and he played this like like what seemed like a, a hundred minute guitar solo we just wanted to like savor every moment and that was one of the coolest music, musical experiences i've ever had it was great awesome. yeah so again if you want well not if you want to Go over to, <laughs> I know, it's not even an option. By listening, you have opted in to. Um, like I said, I will put a link in the blog post I have uh, with Mario to the Kickstarter. And I'm sure if you go on Kickstarter, what would they search if they just wanted to find that? You can search Mario Jose um, Heart of Gold EP or. Um, a really quick way is uh, tinyurl.com slash Mario Jose, J-O-S-E. And um, it's, it'll link you directly to the Kickstarter, and uh, there's a video you can watch talking about... The video is so cute. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the video. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I... with like all the little... You got, what do you got in there? You got Mitch, you got Scott, you got Megan Trainer. Yeah. And you have... Um, me, there's a clip of me singing you with, say, yeah. with Ben. Yeah, so Thomas. that's actually the best way. So all the other social media platforms that you've got going on, it's your time to roll them out. How can Thank people you. find you? Oh, uh, they uh, are all at Hey It's Mario Jose. <laughs> hey um, It's Mario Jose. That's J-O-S-E. Exactly. And Mario, like Super Mario, M-A-R-I-O. Appropriate yes. with the shirt. Appropriate right? with the shirt. And, um... Uh, on Snapchat is Mario Dominic, D O M I N I C, and um, yeah, I'm just a total goofball troll, normal guy just talking at my phone like a crazy person. So if you want to watch that on Snapchat, add me there. Um, but uh, everything else is really focused on the EP right now, of and, and other shows that I'm doing around LA, and uh, yeah, it's just been the most exciting time for me since I've been in LA musically. It's just, I, you know, I'm starting to believe that this can really be a thing. And, oh, thank you. I have like my mom, like my mom gushed before. Like I said before, mm-hmm. I have no doubt that this is going to be like, you've already started. This is going to be the start of something incredible. And, um, I'm just really grateful for you taking the time today to come out to be on my podcast. It really is a long Oh, I'm honored. Like, yeah. just truly. It just, I, like it's, everything just feels like it's come full circle, and it's just really exciting. Oh, uh, well, when you are the next huge talk show yeah. host, and you have your Oprah empire or Ellen DeGeneres empire, yes. I'll come back and I'll say, yes. you remember when we were in this beautiful home in Hollywood, and now we're on a soundstage doing this together? Yeah. I would, I, dreams would be coming true. See, we'll, so, we'll, we will both see each other at the top, and I will definitely I be following your journey. And as always, guys, you can find me on Instagram at TaylorLN underscore rights, and you can go over to my website, TaylorLNWrites.com, to see my blog post with Mario, some photos that we'll have up there, and I'll link you guys to his Kickstarter. Please support him. He's an incredible singer um, and a really genuine person. At the core of it all, that's... The most important thing is 
you as a person. And um, oh, again, yeah. So this has been another episode of Tea Time with Tay. I love you guys for listening. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Tay. Until Thank next. You. Oh, and Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan is his manager, which he mentioned a few times. But Ryan is here too. And Ryan is so yes. awesome. Bye. 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 Um, but yeah, until next time, stay positive. I love you and drink the tea. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.